You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with myself, Jade Elliott, joined today by Dr. Caitlin Carpenter, pediatrician with Intermountain Healthcare. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. We are talking about a topic that you say you get a lot of questions about, and I'm sure it's something a lot of families go through when they maybe bring home a new baby, introducing your babies and your pets. Yes. You know, this is a really important time for everyone in the family. Bringing home a new baby is stressful for parents, but it's also stressful for pets. And so being thoughtful about how we bring that new family member home to our pets is something that's really important to think about. Because that pet has basically been an only child up to this point. <laughs> Truly, yes, that's so true. And so it's a big adjustment for them just as much as it is for anybody else. So what are some of the things that we should be conscious of when we are bringing home a new baby introducing it to our pets, it probably starts before we even bring our baby home. Right. You know, there's a few things you can do to just prepare your animal, whether it's a dog, a cat, a bird, a fish, whatever it is, <laughs> preparing your animal before the baby gets there is really critical. If you have dogs or cats, um, getting them used to having someone mess with their food and their <laughs> kind of private space is a really important thing to do. And so with dogs, I always say like, while they're eating, before the baby arrives, I'd go mess with their food bowl, mess with their water bowls, just so that they know that that's something that is okay and that they should allow and is accepted. Now at the same time, when the baby arrives, as much as you can, give that dog or cat or whatever other animal their space. And so if you can block off where they eat, that gives them a little bit of their own private um, area to escape to when they need to. Oh, sure. Like we all do need right. that sometimes, right? right. Um, and so also a couple other things you kind of talk about, maybe giving them a gentle tug yeah. here and there, maybe... Um, a little extra pet in an area that they might not be used right. to being itched or scratched or pulled on. Yeah, you know, as your baby gets more mobile, especially as they start to crawl and they discover where their hands are, they want to go pet your pet. And so um, getting your animal used to having their ears tugged on and their tail tugged on is another really good idea to do before that baby gets there. Now, certainly I want you to be gentle. These yes. are all just gentle little loving tugs. So don't hurt your pet, but get them used to that those touches are okay too. And, and that they're probably going to happen. Right, right. <laughs> um, and then also the noises. The noises can really affect pets as well. You're bringing completely new sounds into your home when you bring a baby or a child in. Oh, right. I've had a few very ambitious families, and I think this is a great idea, actually play the sound of crying babies before their animal um, or before their little baby gets home. And so their animal is used to hearing those noises and knowing that that's okay and an okay part of life. So I think that's a great idea too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there have been some studies that show um, a correlation between pets and asthma. Talk to us mm -hmm. a little bit about that and how 
yeah. that plays into to bringing your, your baby home with pets. You know, I know there's a lot of families that are concerned, is this pet going to be healthy for my child? Is this the right idea to keep a pet at home? And absolutely, I think it is the right idea to keep a pet at home. There's been some really good studies done that show that kiddos that have pets, especially pets that go outside and come back in, are healthier in the, in the long run. Um, one study showed a decreased incidence of asthma by the time a kid is seven if they have a pet in the home. Um, others show less severe or less frequent respiratory infections. And who doesn't want fewer colds in that first year? Isn't that the truth? Yeah. So um, I think it's always good. Keep your pet as part of your family and have them around your kiddo. So on the flip side, instead of bringing your baby home with a pet and mm -hmm. introducing them that way, how do you kind of suggest if you've already brought your baby home and now you have the lofty idea of <laughs> bringing a new pet into the house as well? Talk a little bit about how that transition can work for people mm -hmm. because that happens right. so often where you think, oh, we have a new baby, now we should get a new animal. Right. So I think part of this depends a lot on how old your child is. And so if you've got a kiddo you can talk to about you know, designating safe spaces, mm -hmm. like this is not for you, this is the pet space, and creating that barrier there just before you even bring the new animal home, that's a good good thing, good yeah. thing to be talking to your kiddo about that. Um, I think it's also good to practice with your kid with other family members' pets, and so getting them used to puppies that other mm -hmm. people have or kittens that other people have and teaching them how to pet appropriately. I would even, with my own son, take his hand and just do gentle touches on our dog, mm -hmm. um, and that way he could learn how to do it before we would bring a new puppy around. Um, just remember that when you bring that new puppy or new kitten or new bird that inevitably there's going to be some nibbles on your little one's fingers and so sure. trying to talk to them or keep them out of reach of that is an important thing um, and as much as you can just keep those little hands away from their mouth yeah yeah and just supervise the situations Absolutely. especially at the beginning i would guess yes to make sure that interaction between Super, them. Supervision is key, and so just really be watching. Those first few weeks especially are very important. It's a big adjustment for the new animal in your family um, as well as your baby at that point in time, and so just really be watching. You know, dogs really like to lick faces. Uh -huh. Cats really like to snuggle up close, and so just make sure that your your baby is protected um, and that, you know, cats aren't on faces, puppies aren't licking too much on faces, things like that. Right. So, I mean, it really is a learning curve for the whole family. Sure. When you're bringing home a new baby, introducing it to a pet that you've probably had for quite some time. Yeah. And, and then, you know, on the flip side, too, bringing a new pet into the home with your kids also. Absolutely. Uh, what about um, the attention? Because, of course, as parents, we pay a lot of attention to our children, mm -hmm. especially a new baby when, you know, a new baby is brought home. Right. Um, but that pet has been used to having all of the attention. Mm -hmm. um, behaviorally speaking, what are some of the things that parents should be looking for if um, you you know you're not giving your pet as much of atten as as much of the attention as they probably are used to getting. Right, I think as much as you can include your pet in what's going on. Uh, one thing for dogs is to take them on family walks. It's nice to get your baby out, and so take the dog along with you. That goes a long way just to keep them as part of the family. A little extra belly rubs for dogs or cats is really important. And if you can designate just a few minutes to your pet every day, that's really going to 
payoff. You know, while the baby's napping, give your pet a little extra love. Just understand, you know, their personality may kind of change for those first few months. They may want to spend a little more time outside, and so giving them that space to really have their own spot is an important thing too. Um, or they may be a little more clingy, and that's okay. And so just really try and be understanding that. It's a stressful thing for them as well. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else that we should touch on for our listeners in regards to kind of that um, introduction and, you know, any other little useful tips that you've seen or you've heard from other families using? Yeah. I think the biggest thing is just to prepare before the baby's there. You know, get that stroller out, get your pet used to that. Set up the crib before you have the baby. Mm-hmm. Get your pet used to that. Um, if you have a, an animal in an aquarium, make sure that aquarium is up high and out of reach. Uh, and if you've got a cat where you can put their food bowls up and out of reach, things out of reach are always good. <laughs> baby proofing. <laughs> baby proofing 101, yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So just really be preparing as much as you can before that uh, new family member arrives. Uh, but your pet is important, and it's a good thing for them, too, to have a new addition to the family. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for those tips. I know it will be very useful for a lot of people uh, bringing their new babies home and then also bringing new pets in to their families as well. So that concludes our podcast. Thank you to Dr. Caitlin Carpenter, pediatrician with Intermountain Healthcare. And that will do it for this episode of our Baby Your Baby podcast. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.